We're talking this, we're talking that. Hey, what we talking about? Man? We're talking sex, not fiction, just facts. Oh, man. The freaky hookups that you just had. It's gonna be good. This ain't the birds and bees from mom and dad. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, Kelly, did you just get home from the bar last night? And you want to get super geeky with me. What's up with that? Hey, yo, Ken, I'm really trying to drive the ladies wild. Can, can you tell me what to do? Can, can you give me some skills? Please? It's Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. Hi, this is Sex Chat with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Cat Van Kirk, clinical sexologist and marriage and family therapist. And I'm here with my, my personal superhero, Mr. Ross Martineau. Hello, Dr. Cat Ross Martineau here at your service. <laughs> oh, I, I'm loving your cod piece and cape that's working for me. Thank you. And I didn't even have to stuff it today. <laughs> you did? Oh, it makes it even more impressive. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to tell everybody why we're here, Ross? Yes, we are here to answer all of your sex and relationship questions from each of our perspectives. That would be gay, straight. I'm gay, she's straight. Uh, and want us to answer your questions, you know we will. You can call the Dr. Cat 24 hour a day, seven day a week listener line at 213 270 1968 or email us at sexchat at drcat.com. Correct. And you can support us by supporting our sponsors. Go to adamandeve.com right now. You can get 50% off almost any item, plus some free mystery gifts and free shipping on your entire order when you use the code Dr. Cat at the checkout. And by the way, we've got Valentine's Day coming up. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Another day to give, 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 or just give to yourself. <laughs> um, and for the boys out there, exactly, exactly. So, and for the boys out there, the gay boys and their admirers, if you too want a superhero outfit or some <laughs> a dildo or masturbation cream, visit adammail.com where you can get the same deal 50% off almost any item. Plus, they will send you free three free porno movies of their choosing. That's the mystery and the gift. And uh, free shipping on your entire order when you uh, use the offer code ROSS, R-O-S-S, at checkout. That's right. When you think of free porn, think of Ross. Think of me, <laughs> yes. As I like to say, a little bit of me will be going up your ass. <laughs> ah, it's nice to be in multiple places at once, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so what's up? What's 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 new? What's happening here in the world today? Uh, let's see. You know, I was just kind of perusing the internet and thinking of all those, you know, coming out stories over the last year or so. I'm coming out. <laughs> That's right. And uh, the newest, I don't know if people have heard, Christy McNichol, which I think we kind of knew. Didn't you kind of know? I, yeah. No big surprise there. You know, it's like Buddy, right? Buddy from Family, which I remember. And because uh, we're actually about the same age, Christy McNichol and I. And I always thought that I should have had her career instead of she. But whatever, you know, right. I wouldn't be here with you. I'd be a lesbian living in Southern California somewhere. Um, but, you know, yeah. And looking back at, at the, you know, sort of fairly recent uh, coming outs, you know, on the same line is, you know, Meredith Baxter, right? Meredith Baxter Bernie played her older sister on Family. And actually, I was way more surprised when she came out of the closet than oh, when Christy yeah. McNichol did. Yeah. That's, that's true. But if you think back, back to all these old, all the old sitcoms and television dramas that we grew up with when people weren't out obviously and uh and very impressed now that they've they've taken the leap and done so also i guess one of the if you think of the past year or so uh zachary uh quinto, quinto. right mm-hmm. from yep. star trek 
Yeah, super cutie and heroes, right? He was on that show Heroes. That was his claim to fame. And, um, you know, um, also fairly recently, of course, it's like it's about fucking time. But um, Sean Hayes. Okay, right. It's like, you know, welcome back. The other thing I was thinking, has Queen Latifah, she came out, didn't she? She's like officially she, out of the park. I thought she did, but I didn't see it included on any of the lists. You know, and the other big one, yeah. Clay, Clay Aiken, which, you know, all those like this... <laughs> He, he's somebody type, somebody's type, though. God love him. There's no speculation. You know, he's going to be on the new Celebrity Apprentice, and there's like they had a picture of him. And it's like they're like either he's had major facial work done. Ooh, really? I know. Yeah, or there's something because it's like it doesn't quite look like his face anymore. You know, God, it's like Jennifer Grey when she got her new nose. It's like, is that really? I mean, oh I anyway, so um, and here's the other thing. Okay, my boyfriend. You know, I just I, you know we were we were, you know, after I got through sucking his dick and he was rimming my ass, I looked, right. I turned him and said, Anderson Cooper, when are you gonna come out of the closet? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. It's just with I mean, my every- ass on your breath and you're heading over <laughs> to your talk show. You know, you know, it's like oh, I, I'm not sure what I, I'm not sure what the deal is. I mean, truly, I mean, I'm being serious right now. It's like, so how can you be sort of a, you know, a man about town mm-hmm. uh, on this talk show, helping out, you know, listening to people, yes. helping with their problems, Stories. or this or that, and yeah, you know, not not being able to sort of come out and be an example to so many queer boys who are lusting after you and know that you're queer, but you just don't say it. I think, you know, it's it's that his kind of straight-laced news background. He just can't get over himself sort of thing. He's got his Anderson 360 show and, you know, and the talk show. And now, I don't know if you've heard, he's up for the Regis spot on Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah, that, I, you know, I heard that too. I don't, I, it could happen. I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't, I don't see, see it, it happening. But... Unless his talk show bombs, which I think it is anyway. I'm not sure who really watches it, even though he's my boyfriend. <laughs> right. I don't watch it. <laughs> well, I've seen it a couple times at the gym when I was working out and just not really that. I just, he doesn't just have that kind of talk show fire about him. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, not, you need yeah. to. I don't know. He Tim. Yeah. Well, he needs he needs a he needs a a Kelly, right? Or Yeah. He's a little too like subdued. A, yeah. Like he or needs a Ross. Ross. <laughs> or your Exactly. Exactly. So, um but you know who, you know, on that same sort of line, you know who is having her um a brand new talk show on Bravo and I love it because it's going to be weekly. It's not going to be an every night thing, which I think it gives it a way yeah. better chance of success is um Kathy Griffin. I know I saw that very excited very I, happy that's for so her. terrific yeah so yeah. she gets to sort of strut her stuff and do her thing once a week which i think is, is really great yeah and um, i'll be curious what the format is too because i think they'll probably get a little creative with it which is always fun so yeah i think it's going to be you know she's miss pop culture you know i think just you know i'm even maybe even more than me but <laughs> <laughs> oh to get you both in the same room i would love that <laughs> awesome we need to get her on our show or we she needs to get us on her show when yeah it's i know it will, one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. So, um, happy 2012, everyone, and it's just come out of the closet. That's right. Just, just, do, just it. do it. Just do it. Follow, follow, and you know, follow the Ricky Martins and the, uh, which you know, he, and also too, all, 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 everyone who's adopting, all the gay couples adopting, you know, Neil Patrick Harris. That's right. I think Harris. they're really creating a lovely model for people out there too for that. So, very. And we can't discount, you know. Um, even though it's sitcom and La La Land or whatever, but Modern Family, oh. freaking hysterical <laughs> show, and just you know to see those two guys, you know, with their baby and you know being sort of real in a in an I Love Lucy kind of way. I mean, yeah. it's just it's refreshing, you know. I just oh my god, I love, 
they have. I love hearing the straights talk about it. You know, <laughs> it's like, true. oh, they're so funny. You know, <laughs> well, like, they can't. Don't let them get married. But they're so funny. But they're so funny. We love watching them. Well, and I think they've got the cutest relationship on the show for sure. You know, it's just like it just cracks me up. The the banter between the two. It's so well written and just well, just well done. So. Yes. And I think they're on the road to adopting their second kid on the show, too, aren't they? Yeah, that's what they said. They want to adopt a boy, so. Aww. So, very cool. So, that's 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 the deal there. And, um, you know what? We will be back after a quick 30-second break from our sponsor, Adam and Eve. Hey there, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and get 50% off just about any item. That's 50% off adult toys, lubes, movies, or almost anything you desire. Plus, get a free extra gift, so sensual, we can't mention it here. And to top it all off, free shipping. And no, we're not teasing. Just type Dr. Cat for the offer code upon checkout. That's offer code D-R-K-A-T at adamandeve.com. Okay, first question. Ken is suspicious of fancy panties. Ken says, I have jealousy issues. My wife of 25 years has worn sexy panties outside of our bedroom. Shocking. One, oh my God, stop the presses. One particular pair, she said, she bought uh, a red lacy pair a few days before Valentine's Day. She picked them right out in front of me. I never saw them on her, though, for Valentine's Day. I didn't get to see them again until sometime later when one day I was getting fresh with her and proceeded to seduce her. When I pulled her PJs down, I saw them. I got all excited, but I was told, no, 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 I'm dirty. I asked why she wore them then, and she said because she ran out of clean underwear. Later, I asked her why she hadn't worn them for me yet, and she said that they were small and uncomfortable. I got jealous, and we argued, and now I don't see or feel her in sexy underpants anymore. I've been jealous on other sexual issues, and now she says my jealousy is pushing her away. What makes it worse is that I've had a stroke, and it affects my ability to maintain an erection. So there's the confidence killer. I suspect something. What should I do? He has this in in, uh, capitalized. Should I hack into her Facebook page? Or should I love her all the more to see what happens? How long do I have to take this? Well, that was quite the roller coaster ride of a question, Ross. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Kenny Rogers said it best. Oh, Ruby, don't take your love to town. <laughs> <laughs> that is an so... impressive reference, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Of course, no one under 40 is going to get it. But, um... <laughs> That's okay. So, okay, wow, jealousy, panties, stroke, um, confidence killers, erections. Um, you got some talking to do there, buddy. Um, uh, I think that, um, Ken, yeah, you need to sit your wife down and say, what's up? You know, you need a, you need a, a check. And um, if she can't give you a straight answer or an answer that you're looking for, then you, you either have to... Um, you know, insist that you go to therapy, I guess, you know, and, and talk to a neutral um, situation or you, I don't know, um, you need to get the hell out of there. I, I mean, if lots of suspicious stuff, right? I mean, if you're saying that she's got all this sexual lingerie, lingerie and now you're jealous and her jealousy is pushing you away. So there's the insecurity is coming from somewhere. We talked about it, this at the last episode, right? Jealousy is basically a, a form of insecurity and yeah. you need to figure out why you are insecure. What is making you insecure? And that needs to be corrected if, if at all possible. Right. Um, so, you know, 
two sides to every story. You know, obviously, unfortunately, you did have a stroke and that has um, affected your ability to maintain an erection. So if she's not getting satisfied, she needs to say that she's not getting satisfied and you need to ask her if she's not getting satisfied and what would help to make her get satisfied. So it, 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 everything is a negotiation. Everything is a, you know, every relationship is a negotiation. It's a give and a take. And um, you, you need to get on it because otherwise Ruby's going to go to town. <laughs> well, my thing with this is, yes, the jealousy issue, first and foremost, you've been out jealous in other issues. However, you have been, Ken, with your wife for 25 years. So that's not a drop in the bucket. Obviously, you've managed the jealousy issue somehow in the relationship to this point. Uh, I find it interesting that this has become the major sticking point because as a woman who has had, you know, you either you've got sexy underwear, you don't, sometimes you forget to wear it. Sometimes it, I don't know that this particular issue is that big of a deal. I, definitely. I wouldn't hack her Facebook page. I wouldn't, you know, follow her around and do crazy suspicious things with her. If somebody wants to cheat, they're going to fucking cheat on you, whether they tell, you know, whether they're telling you the truth or not. And so and who knows whether she is or not. It's just the red panty thing. Maybe she gets a kick out of having it as a taboo, out of having you pursue her around that issue. Uh, you're going to have to have a conversation about it. If you're wanting, if that's one of your templates that gets you hot and bothered, then there needs to be a way to start incorporating that and not to have her hold you off from it. But that to me is a separate issue from the jealousy thing. The jealousy thing is going to come and bite you on the ass every single time. We said it the last episode too. It's not very attractive in a person. And I could totally understand with the stroke and erection issues that you're, you're feeling vulnerable and most people, they want to avoid vulnerability, but not realizing the real key is going towards the vulnerability, embracing that. And that's how you expand your relationship with your loved one is when you come to the table with something you feel vulnerable about, then they're going to feel you've, you've set the table to, to model a behavior for someone to be vulnerable with you. And so I think if you come to your wife from that perspective, that this is, this is what's making you feel vulnerable. And yes, you've been jealous in the past and ha ha ha, you know, this, the red panty thing is really freaking you out, it, whether that's real or not. Ultimately, if you don't feel good about the relationship, you need to come at her in a way that is not aggressive and forcing her into de a defensive mode, right? So. God, you're good. Yeah. I would have been just like, okay, if that doesn't work, hack her fucking Facebook page and figure it out. Okay? Catch her red-handed and kick her ass out the door. Oh, my God. 25 years. 25 years. Know, you shouldn't have to hack a Facebook page. You know, know what I mean? I and here's the thing. Right. He could hack it and end up either finding nothing or finding something. But even something may not... There's it's circumstantial, right? right so exactly. the thing is, go towards what makes you feel uncomfortable. Talk to her about what you what your needs are, and that's where you find healing in a relationship. It's not it's not being elusive and like being Mister Detective behind your wife's back. And that is why you are a doctor. <laughs> right. I am in awe. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'm glad you think so. Damn it. So yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to the next question. Okay, Walter is suffering from his wife's menopause. Walter says, I've been married for 18 years, and for the past nine past nine years, my wife has not been interested in sex. She said she says it's because she's gone through menopause and has a thyroid problem, and with the meds she takes, she has no desire to have sex. Please help. 
God, I, you know, I imagine that this is so common. I mean, I imagine this is so common. Yeah. So a couple of things. Again, everything is a negotiation. Your wife just cannot check out, you know. Okay, wifey, I hope you're listening because you, you just can't check out on it. You can't, you know, there. Are, everyone can have an excuse. It's like, oh, my thyroid, oh, my menopause, oh, my meds, you know. But that being said, everyone has needs and there are sexual needs. And, you know, you get into a relationship, generally speaking, because there's there's sex. You know, <laughs> first few years, it's usually hopefully rocking sex, you know, and that's kind of what brings you together. And then the relationship grows and it gets based on other things and sex, you know, can take a back seat or not. Right. But, you know, to have no sex for nine years is just not fair, Walter. So, um, you know what? A wise person once said, go towards what's uncomfortable. <laughs> You need to embrace what's uncomfortable. <laughs> this is this my catchphrase? Is this like, yes. like, like like the Dr. Phil thing was, uh, oh, God, what was the Dr. Phil thing? That's a, oh, no, that was Emerald. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is my catchphrase. We're saying it okay, now. Yes. <laughs> yes. So go towards what's uncomfortable and talk to your wife, you know, and, um, you know, I'll be the callous gay person here right now, whatever. <laughs> not that I'm not every gay person callous. It's no. just me. I happen to be gay, but, you know. And she's got a couple of choices. She can kind of work with you or not. And you can say, okay, um, I would love to have sex with you. Uh, A, B, or I can have sex with someone else. And, um, you know, and that can be a mistress. So, you know, maybe a non-emotional thing. uh, Or, you know, you're just going to find it on your own. So um, I think you need to talk to her. Yeah. Okay. uh, Or find a mistress. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> right. No, no, no. I, I got you. Well, that's the thing. With long-term relationships, ebbs and flows, that's that's a part of the deal. You know, sometimes sex is going to be more important. Sometimes it's not. I'll tell you what, nine fucking years, way too long of an ebb <laughs> in my book. Um, yeah. So just the fact, Walter, that you're still you're still kicking it is uh, is pretty impressive. <laughs> Obviously, there are other mm-hmm. good things about the relationship, and that's oftentimes in long-term relationships what people have to focus on. They become so focused on either the kids or the sense of comfort they get from someone that sex becomes unimportant. Her six her six her six figure income. <laughs> right, right. The, the unfortunate thing though is that sex isn't just about sex. It's just not about your pee pee in her hole. <laughs> what it's also about is about emotional intimacy and you're forgoing that as well which obviously you know but i think maybe your wife needs to be reminded so here's the thing with with menopause and with thyroid thyroid issues number one i've had thyroid problems in the past i've been hypothyroid i know how devastating it can be to your sex life to your ability to function you become depressed you sleep too much blah 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 the key is though with both menopause and thyroid meds if you're prescribed the right dosage you should be feeling like you want to get fucked. <laughs> so she oh. obviously is not on the right meds, period. If that's really what's going on here. Or if it's just an excuse, I don't know. But I would encourage her to go back to the doctor and go there with her, be supportive, and and talk about this this being a major issue. Because with, with thyroid meds, the thyroid controls it's a med- all the, all the uh, metabolic aspects in your body. And it affects mood, affects weight gain. It's like tied to everything. And so to, to get the levels looked at and to get some medication readjusted, and in fact, specifically the T3, T4 um, uptake tests are really important. 
Um, and not just the T4 test. She needs to have T3 and T4 looked at. So go back to her with that. And then also for menopause, you know, maybe she just needs a little testosterone patch. How crazy would it be that all of this, your nine years of suffering, because she is suffering too, I guarantee you, in some capacity, could be taken care of by adjusting some meds and a doctor visit or two. There you go. How crazy is that? So, so there's there's your homework, Walter, for you and your wife. There you go. <laughs> get to the get thee to the doctor. That's right. Okay, and uh, let's see. Next question. Debbie is feeling down. Sex therapist. So this is Debbie talking. Sex therapist Dr. Marty Klein. Yes, he is a friend and colleague of mine, by the way. Um, points out that most men are not wishing their women looked like the women on screen in pornos, but. That the point is, is that women just aren't as comfortable with sex and their body as the porno actresses are. So Debbie says, I'm very comfortable with my body and always have been. Here's my problem. The woman on, on the screen are the are the woman are the women that my lover wants he's told me so although i am not obese i am overweight and diabetic i have actively been trying to lose weight and i've lost 70 pounds following a hysterectomy however though i've gained 20 pack 20 pounds back our sex life now consists of me giving him a blowjob every day before work while he's watching days of our lives <laughs> there she's put in the time and uh -huh. saturday nights watching adult movies i've tried talking to him telling him the fact that he needs visual stimulation is now upsetting me where it was once a turn on he's faithful always home he says he loves me and he isn't going anywhere we're both 47 we're not dead for god's sakes i certainly don't want to see anyone else i don't know how to get him to see me beyond my weight issue i've tried dressing up i've tried new things like toys and as soon as i suggest that we have sex he loses his erection and we're done the more he looks at pictures of women the less attractive i am in his eyes and i don't know how to change that i don't even know why i'm writing except that i'm tired of the rejection and crying myself to sleep every saturday night by the way, I'm 5'8", 190 pounds, ride a bike 50 miles three times a week. I am not a cow, but I am depressed about this and at a loss. I feel better just telling someone. So. Yay, Debbie, I'm glad that you got that off your chest. And, you know, congratulations for losing your 70 pounds. And so you gained 20 back. Woohoo, whatever. Um, I mean, no big deal. Um, but uh, good for you. I mean, it sounds like you are active and... Um, and good for you for being comfortable with your body. I think that's great. So, you know, again, we actually did touch on this a little bit uh, in last week's episode as well, is that how, you know, whether it's uh, women in porn or men in porn, you know, it's like not everyone, not every guy has, uh, you know, a 10-inch cock. Right. And not everyone, every woman has, you know, triple E, double D, you know, 24-inch waist. It, it's, it's a, they're cartoons, they're fantasies now. Yeah. It sounds like your husband has kind of gotten lost a little bit in fantasy world. So um, many lessons can be learned in life. You know, I used to say, you know, uh, um, back in the day that, you know, every, all lessons could be learned through a Mary Tyler Moore episode. Right. <laughs> and these days, these days, I think lessons can be learned through Sex in the City episode, you know, and I love, of course, it didn't end up so well, but it was something to try where um, uh, um, Kristen, um, Kristen Thomas, what's what's her name? Kristen's whatever, her, the, the pure one. Anyway, yeah. she was married to Trey, you know, yeah. and he, he couldn't get an erection, but he liked, she realized that he liked to jerk off to like, you know, busty boob magazines or whatever. Right. And so she took jugs. pictures of herself. Right. She jugs magazine, right. Took pictures of herself and cut them out and pasted them on there. It's like, <laughs> that would be a start. Maybe you might want to try that and see how he likes it. It, you know, the other thing is, 
it's you know we say again it's like a relationship is is a negotiation it's a it's an ebb and a flow and if you know if he wants to continue in this relationship then maybe you have to give a little moratorium and say you know what honey let's just try no porn you know for a month and and see where it goes and and the time that you were spending on porn is going to be you know alone intimate time you know it doesn't have to end in orgasm and it doesn't have to end in penetration or whatever but you're going to try to get back to you and and you know maybe see what that see where that goes um i mean i think fantasy is one thing but when it becomes relied on too much then like anything it's can be a drug or you know sort of an addiction and you move away from reality so right well and also too i mean there there is the fact that I, I, you said that he's been very upfront that you know, that those are the body types he wants, and you know that's what he's attracted to, and you know that's fine. You're right; it is a fantasy, and what what matters is how reliant is he on that for getting it up, and and for for having an orgasm, and if he's more caught up in something that is not flesh and blood, if he's not in the present moment with you, <laughs> um, mm. you know, then something something ain't working. And a little bit of fantasy here and there, you used as as something to titillate and something to to, to mix things up. There's, it's absolutely fine. I, I I do tend to agree with Dr. Marty Klein as well that you know some men do project themselves because they see women being really free with their bodies. And obviously, it sounds like that that doesn't explain your situation because you're willing you've gone there you've tried to dress up you've tried to put yourself in these situations in order for him to see you as more of a sexual creature and if he ultimately is not able to see you in that capacity then there's definitely a problem and if you're willing to stay with him and still get on your knees and giving him blowjob every day hello my god i mean how many women would even be willing to do that every single day during, during days of our lives. Right, exactly. On <laughs> Saturday. Wow. And I guess you get Sunday <laughs> off to rest. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I mean, you're definitely doing doing your time here. And not that you don't enjoy that. I mean, blowjobs are fabulous and you want to make your partner happy. But there's something called reciprocity. And, and he, you need to get a little bit of that back from him. And so... I don't know that for for you, I, I would agree to do the daily blowjob thing until both of you have, and not that you should withhold it out of something malicious, that's not what I'm saying, but that you guys need to have a talk. And, and if you're not being fulfilled sexually and he's not willing to kind of meet you halfway, then you definitely need to get in to see a therapist if you want to save that relationship because you're 47, you're not dead, but I guarantee you, if you let this go, you'll be 57. <laughs> Right, and, and nearly still dead. unhappy. No, yeah. no, no, it's still unhappy. <laughs> no. Ten years closer to death. I don't know, but um, no. And and you have obviously you've tried, you've gone the extra mile, and kudos to you for doing what you've done. But I think you do need to lay it a little bit on the line with him, and also be willing to to mix up and change. You know the the sexual behaviors you are doing right now with him being the daily blowjobs and things like that. Because if he's got that as an outlet and that's easy and he doesn't have to think about it, well then, why is he going to make any effort to change anything? Exactly. So, yep. Kind of the deal. Demand, demand, <laughs> Debbie. Demand that you get something too. Oh, I say supply and you. demand. <laughs> you need exactly, to exactly. <laughs> right. You know, you can flip on Anderson Cooper and have him go down on you. That's so, right. Something needs to happen. Yeah. That's right. So next question. 
Okay, so Joanna is jonesing. Joanna says, I'm 42 and never had an orgasm. <laughs> I hate hearing I got married. <laughs> wow, I know. I got married at 21, had a child at 27. My first husband passed away when I was 30. I stopped having sex until 35 when I got married again with a man 13 years older who had a lot of sexual activity in his life. He is now 55 and slowing down. I find myself thinking about adultery, which I'm not happy about. Masturbation is not working either. I cannot finish. I was wondering what I can do to be sexually happy and not cheat. Wow, Joanna, you know, um, so lots of little problems here and there. And the first mm. one being 42 and, and never having an orgasm. It's sort of like, you know, it could be a curse and a blessing in a way. I mean, I'm not saying a blessing, but okay, so you're having these problems with your husband. And the first thing that I'm thinking of is like, wow, what a what a major goal in 2012 to like, you know, it's like some couples say like, we want to go to Nepal and, you know, climb, you know, whatever, Mount Everest, or we want to go to Paris in the spring. How about if you and your husband say, our goal in 2012 is to, for Joanna to have an orgasm. And if you're not going to do it alone. It's going to be a mutual thing. And every week you're going to work on it. Um, what a what a, a sort of fun little project that could be. It might be something that um, might spice up your sex life a little bit. Um, it certainly would keep him involved. And, um, and you might not have to cheat. Right. So. Right. Yeah. No, it's a fabulous. We, we were talking about uh, last year. We'd done a little thing on sexual resolutions. You know, for, for the year, and I think this is a perfect one. There's no reason for you to be 42 and not able to orgasm unless something is physiologically wrong with you, which 99.9% .9 of the time, it is not the case. You've got all the equipment. You just, A, got to figure out how to use it and B, get out of your head because that's a lot of issues. For, I've run into women all the time who are 40, 50, 60 years old, and they ultimately comes down to the fact that they have some like negative self-talk running through their head when they're trying to masturbate or be with their partners, uh, and or they got they just never experimented with themselves. So, so it sounds like you've tried the masturbation route, uh, but I'm suggesting that you go back to it. And there's a really good book you can look up. It's Betty Dotson's D-O-D-S-O-N, uh, Sex for One. S-E-X for one. You can find it on Amazon, but it's a really good little starter kit, starter book, uh, and gives you some exercises and things to do on your own and ultimately things you can incorporate with your husband. Now, he's 55 and yes, things change for men and for women with age when it comes to wah, sex. Wah. Wah, wah. Now, there are different things you can focus on. Maybe it's not as much about... Um, you know, penetration, maybe there are other things like oral sex and manual stimulation and, and extended sex play versus foreplay. Maybe orgasm isn't the goal for both of you every single time. I, I think that's a totally reasonable route to go with once you get older and, and the equipment just starts functioning differently. But ultimately, anal sex, anal sex you're right. Ding, ding, right there. You know there. that vagina, you know, 50, 60, that vagina's been around the block. <laughs> Try something new. Flip right? it on over. Flip it on over. Want to feel like you're 17 again? You're <laughs> <laughs> right. You want to go back to that tightness like you never had before? There you go. <laughs> use some lube but the thing is is that that is that is a separate issue from the fact that you are responsible for your orgasms not your husband so whether he's 55 or 17 your ability to have your orgasm is all you so you need to get it under control to where you can give yourself an orgasm on a regular basis through masturbation and then once you get it under control then guess what you show your husband how you do it 
and then then he can adapt different ways to give you it, whether it's it's through oral or anal or, or what have you. But until you make the resolution to have a to, to masturbate and have orgasms yourself, really the whole fact that he's fifty five and focusing on other things that's that's secondary to me. It's it, it's all you, sweetie. So yeah, run and with the, the torch. You know, just- yeah, the other thing, just really quickly too, is I'm thinking, you know, you said you, you might want to cheat. So, Joanna, why would you cheat? So you haven't had an orgasm, right? And obviously, it's not your husband's fault because you've had other sexual partners. So, what would you be looking for in right. in, in an affair that that you're you're not getting now? And maybe that's something to look at as well. It's like I, I'm not sure why you would cheat. I mean, so anyway, yeah, but very astute. Actually, that that is a total red flag as well because that means something else is going on, maybe fundamentally in the relationship that you're not happy with, Joanna, and you really need to examine that because uh, if there's some other unresolved issue, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Whether a your 55 year old husband is doing everything he needs to sexually, or b whether you're having orgasms or not. Right. So there you go. That is the Ooh. pill. You must swallow it. But hopefully right. it is helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sexual medicine. Um, <laughs> hey, gay and take, gay take, straight take, feature toy of the week. Yay! It's not even really a toy. It's seventies porn. Oh, DVD. Oh, wow, wow. Oh, wow, okay, wow, this, wow, is, wow. this is a straight thing, boys. But I'm sure we can find something from the eighties for you on <laughs> on AdamMail.com. So. Um, the thing that I love, though, is that the 70s porn, because I'm on the website right now, the 70s porn, it must be so popular, it's back-ordered. <laughs> it is. It's okay, yes. but not for very long. That's, that's no, only, I think, until yeah. the 20th or something of January. So here's the thing. I love, I effing love 70s golden age of porn. Love it. And I don't know what it is with that, is whether, you know, I kind of grew up late 70s, early 80s, um, but I also... During my doctor, my doctoral program, I worked as a library at the sex institute where I was getting my training. The Institute for Advanced uh, Institute for uh, oh my god, why am I can't even say the name of it? The Institute for Advanced Study of Human Sexuality. And so anyway, we had huge, huge archives. I was the sex librarian, and part of what I had to do was take all their original uh, '70s uh, Golden Age of Porn posters, uh, and I had to archive them. And so I got to see all these. And then also I, I back in the day too, would transfer the beta tapes to VHS. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Wow, you're old. That is old school, baby. <laughs> so anyway, that they were talking about in this in this DVD, you've got Seika, you've got um uh, Kay Parker, Annette Haven, Paul Thomas, Becky Savage, Lisa Delu, John Holmes, yo. It's it's really <laughs> You know what I love about 70s porn too, and uh, even some early 80s stuff is that is that manscaping hadn't taken no, place. Yet, you know? So, true. oh, here we go, gay boys that you're listening. It's like I know it's a straight thing or whatever, but watch some straight, especially some old school straight porn. Number yeah. one, they didn't have pills, so you know, like the guy is hard because he's hard. It's not it hard because he's like, yeah, and he's not doing crystal or whatever. Um, so you get full bushes, you get hairy chests, you get long hair and bushy, bushy mustaches, and you get some good natural dick with great cum shots. And you know, and it's you know, true. it's like it's all real, it's all natural, you know. And um, the other thing, it's classy because it's on film, it's not video. It's on film. <laughs> it's on film. You're right. Yeah. And actually, a lot of those, a lot of those titles, that was back in the day when there was actually some investment in in production values it wasn't all like 
granted, amateur stuff's got its place, but it wasn't all backroom stuff. Like, there are actually storylines and plot lines, and a lot of these actors and actresses really worked to be able to to be able to act, you know, a lot of the big yeah. names. Right. Um, and so I really like it for that point, too. And a lot of the women who were into it back then were really into it. I, I've, I've often said that a lot of the... I've seen a lot of way more scenes from, from the 70s, early 80s of porn that seemed more organic and and valid. Like with, when these girls were hot and like juicy and getting it, you know, and they wanted it, they really did. It wasn't just a put on. Well, and they still believed back then, too, that there kind of had to be a story. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, we were so, so beyond that now. So, so, and then lastly, actually, I'm going to ask you, Dr. Cat, as you take us away, I'm going to give you my rendition of um, 70s uh, porn music. Oh the my soundtracks God. are really great, too. Okay, you okay. ready? Right. Break it out. Break You're going to take us away. Okay. I want to thank everyone today for joining us. If you have questions, we have answers. You can email us at sexchat at drcat.com. And don't forget to review us and subscribe uh, to Sex Chat with Dr. Cat on iTunes. And little heads up, I've got a new iBook out. It's called Sex Tips from Hawaii on iTunes. It's free, free, free. And uh, check out more on drcat.com. And you know what? We love 70s porn. Find that on adamandeve.com. <laughs> right. And then there are a couple of... <laughs> Awesome. Give a hand, Ross. Awesome. Love that. Thank you for your rendition. And um, I'll expect to, maybe you could look at Annie for next week and find find a nice, maybe early 80s, mid 80s uh, guys porn DVD for us. You know I will. All right. Fabuloso. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.